Good afternoon, my friend. That's correct, yes. Yes, I was a young communist in primary school. That's correct, yes. Yes, yes, we did have the, his T-shirt with his face and, yeah, it was a red T-shirt and a black, yeah, black shadow of his face and beret and the red star. Correct. Yeah, we did uh, done a lot of work during the summer school holidays for free, of course, because we believe in socialism and communism. And uh, he was our idol. Unfortunately, he's being killed. That's correct, yes. Well, stay tuned. Welcome all of you, Risk Takers and Truth Seekers, to podcast Live the Battlefield with Mario. I'm not sure you ever heard for expression, every revolution eats own children. I was very young when I heard for this individual. And I had his T-shirt, red T-shirt, with a black shadow of his face and beret. And who is that? His name is Che Guevara. Bestias fueron las hordas hitleristas. Como bestias son los norteamericanos hoy. Como bestias son los paracaidistas. What was his famous word? Shoot cowards. You only kill a man. Were the words of the revolutionary Che Guevara. Che continues to exist more than 50 years after his passing. And he's most likely will for as long as there is injustice in the society. He worked so hard to improve. Even today, outside of Latin America, students still wearing sports t-shirts with his pictures on them, as I did as a kid. Murals painted by Zapatista insurgents in the southern part of Mexico depict Che and their idol-looking from above down. His image is frequently carried by striking workers as they demand more rights and more money. That is being given. So what is Che was known? He is known as the guardian saint of the who? Working class. And now you ask yourself why the labor parties and unions on the West don't associate themselves with the Che. We'll answer this later. When we discuss the symbolism that Che Guevara still represents today, we are discussing the best that the past period of the social struggle could have left behind. As with any person who attained such a mythical heights, we can discuss his reality, success, and errors. Che Guevara and the other luminaries of the Marxist movement must have inspired countless people for a cause just as they all did and Che was a one great example Ernesto Guevara de la Serna better known by his pen name Che Guevara was Argentinian Marxist revolutionary doctor, author guerrilla commander diplomat and military theorist he was born on June 14, 1928 to a middle-class family of a Spanish and Irish ancestry in Rosario, Argentina. It is interesting that he was raised in comfort and away from the world of oppression and abuse because he was born into a wealthy landowner family. So why will Che become Marxist? That's a question you can answer for yourself. Although they opposed the institutional authority of the church, 
and backed Republicans in the Spanish Civil War. His family was politically on the left, you know, the communist, socialist, labor. His mother, Celia de la Sena, who was born on June 21, 1906, was very influential in his upbringing and development of his political beliefs. So the mother, she influenced Che Guevara. From an early age, his mother was politically engaged and she was a what? A rebel. She had short hair and smoked when young woman thought it was offensive. So in days when his mother was born and she was a young woman smoking on the street and short hair, yeah, it was seen differently. However, Che mom, she took the part in numerous left-wing meetings and fought for the voting rights and women's rights. So, she fought for the women's rights. At the University of Buenos Aires, where he studied Che Guevara, he got engaged in leftist politics. He took a motorcycle trip across South America in 1953 after finishing his studies, which made him aware of the continent's widespread tyranny and poverty. And don't forget, Latin America was being divided by amongst the many European powers. Ernesto came to understand that the overwhelming majority of people on his continent experienced daily misery and horrific exploitation. Although the Cuban rebels he met in Mexico will give him the nickname Che, which is Argentinian slang for, hey, you, that's what the Che means. It can be said it was here that Ernesto Guevara transformed into Che Guevara, what the public recalls. At the time, he was in Bolivia when agrarian reform was being implemented following 1952 revolt. What he did then, he then continued to reside in Guatemala until Jacobo Arbenz's progressive government was overthrown in 1954 by Cudeta. That was, like many others at the time, masterminded by who? USA. Who else? Che came to conclusion that Arbenz erred greatly by failing to fully eliminate the political and military forces of the previous system, a lesson he would later put in practice in Cuba. So he learned something, what's happening there, and he will apply this later in Cuba. Under Che guidance, the Cuban revolutionaries will not make the same error and will completely wipe out all evidence of the brutal pro-American dictator Fulgencio Batista rule firmly maintaining their hold on the power, even in the most trying circumstances. That one was the American invasion in the Bay of Pigs, one of the many failed American invasions. Of course, that also involved the execution of the numerous Cuban dissidents and former members of the old regime. For this, some will now label Che a criminal and a murderer, but he had no doubts because in his eyes, the goal excuses the means. So he didn't care, practically. Following the coup in Guatemala, Che escapes to Mexico, where one of the most significant encounters of the 20th century will occur. What is that? The young Ernesto Guevara, or Che Guevara, will meet Fidel Castro, who was a Cuban lawyer, who had already attempted to spark an armed uprising in Cuba. However, American influence and list goes on, was not successful. Then Che Guevara and Fidel Castro become so close friends and political partners after meeting in 1954. 
Together, they planned a Cuban revolution, which took the place in 1959 and was effective in a toppling Fugezio Batista U.S. backhead regime. Che Guevara was a military leader during the revolution, who also contributed to the establishment of socialist policies in the freshly elected government. Guevara remained an important figure in the Cuban administration after the revolution. In his capacity as a minister of industry, so even if he was a military leader, he didn't take the position or portfolio of defense or interior. He took the capacity as a minister of industry. He made a major contribution to the nationalization of certain industries and the implementation of policies relating to land reform. I don't know how much he knew about these things, but he did it. One of those reasons is unquestionably the fact that Che Guevara was remembered by history as a fighter and idealist who was able to live the revolutionary days in the past on a number of occasions and spend the rest of his life in fine state Che in some important position in the Cuban government, in the nation of which he actively contributed to writing recent and glorious history. However, the friendship between Fidel Castro and Che Guevara was complicated. It was characterized by administration and respect, as well as arguments and tensions. So they were not just a good buddies. They had a lot of arguments and tensions was rising daily. In 1955, Castro and Guevara first crossed paths in Mexico, where they rapidly grew close and joined forces on the political front. Che Guevara was a key figure in the Cuban Revolution, leading the military and advancing communist principles in the fledging government. So that was Che Guevara. Castro and Che Guevara had distinct leadership styles and personalities despite their close friendship. They don't say that they are not on the same path, but they have a distinct leadership styles. Che Guevara was idealistic and he was a rebel, while Castro was charismatic and astute politician. That was a big difference. Che Guevara unfortunately lost faith in the mother Soviet Union and other socialist nations in the early 1960s, because he believed that they were betraying the revolutionary principles of Marxism, which is a true. The Marxism was being followed by the Lenin, and that was it. I mean, later on, few countries, but it didn't work. He started to support a global socialist revolution and got engaged in guerrilla warfare movements in several nations such as Bolivia and the Congo. Che was genuinely internationalist who believed in the socialist future of united and united Latin America alone, just like the revolutionary great of the region before him, Jose Martin and Simon Bolivar. Che Guevara believed that the sole purpose of national boundaries was to divide people and in doing so, to end a shared resistance to the establishment of a superior social order. That is something what you can find in Marxism, 10 points of Marxism. Bolivia was uh, his choice for the start of this major conflict. That was at uh, the Pan-American Revolution due to both geostrategic location and the local circumstances. So Bolivia is somewhere between Cuba Island and Argentina, somewhere in the middle. Che Guevara tried to lead a coup against the Bolivian government in 1967, 
but he was apprehended by the military. Although he could have started the revolution in Bolivia already, radicalized Marxist urban labor movement, what Che did it. Che opted to do so in the eastern jungle while adhering to his guerrilla warfare principles. So he was doing something what he knew it how to do it. However, by relying more on geostrategic thinking than on politics, he made the mistake of alienating the La Paz-based Bolivian Communist Party. And without their backing, it will be extremely difficult to advance. And you can see now how these um, parties and their branches, they're fighting amongst each other. Che and his guerrilla battled the Bolivian army for several months, but they were constantly defending themselves and unable to mount any serious attack. Day by day, night by night, the circumstances worsened until the day October 8, 1967, when they eventually arrived. The Bolivian soldiers apprehended Che Guevara and a few of his fighters who were still alive close to the village of La Higuera. So he's been arrested. On October 9, 1967, the following day, he was put to death. October 9, 1967. The day after his execution, a cult developed around him. The locals started referring to him as Saint Ernesto of La Higuera because the image of his dead corpse reminded many people of Jesus Christ. Hence why we have t-shirts with his face. The greatest error in the history of the struggle between these ideologies may have been made by his murderers when they killed him and turned him into martyr, following the example of Jesus Christ, in the hope that they will put an end of the socialist spirit. Did they? As well, on October 9, 1967, Che Guevara's existence, his existence, came to an end. And as soon as he did, he entered into immortality, which he will never be able to lose. Sixty years later, we still have a Che Guevara on T-shirts. We have a symbols of him across the globe. Che Guevara continues to be idolized, an iconic figure amongst the leftists and revolutionaries all over the world, despite his continuous impact. His writings on Marxist theory and guerrilla warfare still have an impact on political organizations today, and his face become to stand for resistance and rebellion. In conclusion, Che Guevara was complicated and significant political personality in the 20th century. No question asked. Che Guevara's life was characterized by dedication to social justice and revolutionary change. From his early years as a medical student to his participation in the Cuban Revolution and his ultimate death as a guerrilla fighter, even though his ideologies and techniques are still debatable, his influence on activism and politics are undeniable. You will agree with me that 50 years after his passing, we continue to reflect on, write about, and talk about him, his battle, his life, his flaws, and his success. Since Che Guevara himself said on this day 50 years ago, 
when the young soldier Mario Teran arrived to kill him. Chase said, Shoot, you coward. You will only kill a man. His name will continue to be associated with the struggle against injustice. That being said, my dear friends, I'd like to share something else with you. In my days on Intelligence Academy, Che Guevara was being subject of the extensive, extensive studying. Never ever evidence surfaced out on a daylight, but there was a rumors that Fidel Castro itself betrayed Che Guevara for one simple reason. He was afraid that Che Guevara will return to Cuba and take at his place. Hence, tip off to CIA, CIA to Bolivian army, and has been arrested and executed. History will show. Thank you for watching Life the Battlefield. Feel free to subscribe, share, like, and comment. And after this, we're gonna learn something more about Che Guevara. Thank you.